Digital marketing in 2021 is so complicated. We created our Launching Simplify podcast to help entrepreneurs take their ideas and make them real businesses. We hope to inspire you that a simplified launch is possible. Behind every launch, there are often people who are making it happen. Sterling Gardner is a Facebook ads expert. He helps businesses scale through ads. Welcome, Sterling. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So can you tell me a little bit about your background and how you got started in your business and what led to the work you were doing now? Yes, I probably have a a fairly unique background. I was actually writing and producing in Hollywood for about 20 years, and then I got completely fried and burnt out there and had always had a fascination with digital marketing. I remember the first time being, I think, AOL or something. And I was like, wait a minute, is somebody selling something through my internet? This is weird. So I have just had this bizarre fascination with it ever since. Um, I moved out of LA to Asheville, North Carolina, transitioned to doing digital marketing. I went to uh, the first ever Facebook ad certification program. They only accepted 30 people in the entire world, um, which was really cool five-day thing with a practical exam and case studies and all this fun stuff. Um, And then I was asked to be um, an advisor to a high-level Facebook ad mastermind. And then I started working on a performance basis and very quickly had to also become, I didn't set out to be a funnel expert, (laughs) but when your revenue is tied to ads and their sales processes and funnels, you want those to be as good as possible too. So I do consider myself an expert on all things funnels. And I um, currently am doing, I've probably done more challenge. I'm sure anybody listening who's been on Facebook in the last year has seen, hey, join my five-day challenge, join my seven-day challenge. We've been doing those for about four years just by chance. I had a client doing them. And I've done over 40 of those for different clients across different niches. And we've kind of systemized that whole process and we really double down and help people, A, set up everything they need for that challenge. And then after that, if they'd like to partner with us, we run the ads for their challenge too. So that's my story in a nutshell. And uh, what people generally like about me is my ability to see a story and to be, sounds corny, but I I consider myself a, a more creative marketer than a tactical marketer. I like figuring out how somebody's story plays into their brand, their products, their offers, all of that stuff. And it's, it, it's fun for me. And it just, I'm sure you have your own thing too, where it's like, it's, you just, like, you just see something, like you get something quick. Right. So that's kind of my zone of genius. Stories are so powerful. So that's amazing that you hone in on that in the work you do with your clients. Yeah, I love it. I just, I, I, I think I'm naturally curious. So I'm always asking people, Hey, what's, what's your story? Um, so it just kind of leads it leads, leads from really, uh, making a connection with somebody. And then I, if they tell me their story, I go, well, that's what people need to know. Cause there's 150 people or thousands of people, depending, you know, I work with a lot of coaches and consultants and it's like, you're not the only one with an offer for fill in the blank. Right. What separates you is your story and how your story folds into your messaging. So if people don't get that, they're just going to be lost in a, in a, with all the other, you know, 10,000 coaches out there. So true. 
Can you share with me a launch that didn't go as expected and why? <laughs> um, Have you had any any launches that didn't go as expected? Yes, but I think there's there's two. I'm going to answer this kind of in two parts. Sure. One I'll answer, which is why launches used to be crazy rocky, and what I think people's uh, rocky is not the right word. Chaotic. I think most people think, for for good reason, that a launch has to be just wildly chaotic. There's a million moving pieces, and people are throwing stuff at, at whether it's me for ads or the funnel or the clients wants to change something last minute. There's just a lot of pieces that go into it, so it's very easy to get sucked up into the overwhelm and either push a launch off, not do a launch at all, or let the overwhelm, you know, on the client side sort of crush what happens in the actual launch, right? So I will say that I don't know how many people listening uh, know the basics of EOS and traction, but there's basically two types of people. There's very right-brained people that they call visionaries, and then there's very left-brained tactical people that they call integrators. I'm probably just off the scale side of right-brained. So I don't think in systems. So I was doing all of these launches just literally out of my head based on what I've done in the past. And so for me, I would say a successful launch, even if it went well for the client, for me, it was being completely overwhelmed because I didn't have a system in place. Interesting. So to go from that to then hiring, and then I'll talk about the next piece of a launch that didn't go well that wasn't on our, our part. So I hired a full-time business manager and project manager and VA to essentially take every single task and way that I do something around a launch and put them into systems. So we have checklists, we have SOPs, we have uh, templates for every kind of post you would make, every graphic that you could make. Everything is completely mapped out. And that was the big game changer for, for me on my side as the agency. And that's, that's what we're now, you know, I'm not, I guess I'll pitch at the end or whatever, but like that's, <laughs> we're now selling that system for challenges. Now, oh, cool. once that we have that system in place, I also had, I had, here's a perfect example. She um, had a client do a challenge and she closed her cart on Sunday and she was positive. She made money from her ad spend, but we're used to making people. I've made people 20 to 40 X what they invested in ad. Right. And she like did two X. So some people would say, well, she spent 10 and made 20, but that's not the expectation people want to have, right? They want to make a right. hundred. They want to make $200,000. So for somebody that literally followed our plug and play system, she, and this goes back to story and messaging, because I was, I was inside her launch. She was unable to communicate why people should work with her because she's, she's another coach and did not convey her position in a way that made people want to sign up for her. She has a 90 day program and a year long program. So it was all about the day four where she was pitching I'm on, I'm on Facebook live watching her and I just cringed because I thought, I don't want to say her name, but I just thought, oh man, 
She just did not nail the message that people needed to hear to transition them from, you know, people join this thing because they're, they're stuck in some, some form of the, uh, at some point in their business. She didn't communicate, okay, this is how I work. This is how I take you from being stuck to unstuck. This is what the transformation looks like. This is what the natural next step of working with me looks like. Let me help you with that transformation. It was just a very, very muddy message. And as probably most people know, confusion is probably the number one reason that people don't buy. So if you don't have your offer clear and your messaging clear, any reason somebody goes, "Ah, I don't get something, even if it's subconscious, they're not going to buy. So true. We always say that clarity sells. Yep. So, Confu- confusion does not. <laughs> Can you share with me a launch that was a success and what made it a success? Yeah. I mean, not to beat a dead horse, but I, I would just say it's literally the exact opposite. So if you take those two, those two things that I said didn't work, one was the chaos and, and confusion on the agency side of, you know, having a million pieces and not having a system in place. Um, it just, nobody sleeps. Right. And that's not fun. That leads to burnout. So when we built literally a system and or SOP for every phase of the launch, um, it's, here's something interesting. It's really weird. Cause right after we built that system, we did our first launch and I would be walking around and I'd be like, I work from home as I guess what a lot of people do. I'd be walking around and I was actually uncomfortable because I wasn't in chaos mode. And I thought I must be forgetting. I must be forgetting something. I must be forgetting something. And I run over, check everything with my team, check everything in the launch. I'm like, no, it's just because you have it all dialed in and systemized. <laughs> so go chill out. Um, and then, like I said, I have clients that have done these, you know, huge you know, $250,000, $275,000 launches because a combination of having a system in place, the step-by-step, and complete and utter clarity around who they're talking to, what their pain points are, how to communicate the transformation that they're able to provide, and then sliding seamlessly into the pitch, this is how you do it. I'd like to invite you to, you know, if you'd like to work with me, I always tell people when they're pitching not to think of it as pitching because if you do if you present all of your material throughout the launch authentically and clearly the literal next logical step someone wants to take is to work with you so you don't pitch you literally invite and just say hey would it be okay for me to share with you how I work with people from here okay yeah great then here it is if you're not interested you can drop off and this is how we work this is what it looks like. This is everything that you get. Here's how to sign up. Like people make this big thing about pitching and freaking out. And I, I don't want to feel salesy. Well, if you did your job before you pitch, there's no, I don't believe there's a such thing as a sale. That's so valuable for people to know. It's an invitation, right? Right. Because nobody wants, nobody wants to be sold. If you have to quote unquote, sell me and do all this uncomfortable, strong arming, manipulative stuff. Like I don't want to work with that person anyway. I I run screaming when somebody tries to sell me something. No, for sure. We all have that instinct. Yeah. It's just, but, but we do want problems solved. So if you can tell people how you're going to solve their problem and really have some, some good, like be able to back that up. It's super powerful. Can you tell me how you know people 
are ready to work with you and do ads and that you can mm. help them. Can you, is there, is there a sort of a magic formula that you have that, okay, this person's ready. Like what do they need in their business in order to start running ads with you? That's a really good question. Nobody's ever asked before, but this is how we think if somebody has, first off, they have to, I don't know how sophisticated your audience is. So if I'm saying something that needs to be, you know, uh, more layman, let me know, but we, no, I mean, just, just whatever you think I think is. Okay. I just say that you have to make sure your offers at least been validated organically. So you have to invite people that are in your sphere that, you know, are potentially your clients, you know, post, Hey, this is what I do. This is my course or my coaching program and sell some organically to make sure that the offer itself actually works. Otherwise you're paying to find out that same information. So if it were, if it works organically, it doesn't totally mean it's going to work with ads and cold traffic, but it's at least the very first thing that you have to do. Now, sometimes I'm going to share something really interesting with, with you and hopefully for the people listening. Number two, so there could be two things happening. Your, your actual offer could be not good. People don't want it. But most of the time, it's because they don't understand it and you haven't been able to communicate the value, which, again, all goes back to clarity of messaging and getting people to understand, hey, this is where you, this is how I've done my research so much that I can name the reasons that you're in the pain that you're in now, whether it's, I'm going to take the most obvious thing in the world that you can't even advertise on Facebook, but Hey, you want to lose weight. You probably feel like you can't keep up with your children and grandchildren. You probably, you know, secretly get angry every time you're eating something that you shouldn't have, you know, all the things that we know people have. This is how you're going to get to the other side. If you can't communicate the pain points, the aspiration, what they actually want, and how you bridge that gap, then you don't have a clear offer. It's interesting because I, I was working with a woman who I've known for a while and I really like her. Her offer came out of, I hope I'm not telling tales out of school. I won't, I won't actually mention her, but I'll talk about yeah, the offer. Yeah. And I thought, it, I honestly thought it was an amazing offer. She, and this just came out of her life, right? So she was having a baby. She's super like echo friendly, kind of conscious, like earth aware. And so she started doing all kinds of research for, she wanted to make her baby room like completely toxin free. No, um, you know, j- just that, no, no BPAs, no chemicals, no nothing. So she started doing all this deep diving and research to find out that, shocker, shocker, a lot of the things in the United States that pass, you know, sure. certain standards are still not, uh, you know, it's like the FDA, right? It's like, well, well, it's good enough. She's like, no, I don't want good enough. I want like zero chemicals. Yes. So she spent a lot of hours cr- finding paint and cribs and sheets and linens and, you know, everything for her baby room. And I thought, what mom isn't going to want that thing? So she put together um, a course, uh, like a a SLO course, a $37 offer. Hey, here are these checklists, everything that you need to know to protect your kid. And 
and it just did not get liftoff. It was the strangest thing. We, we, we do not know why. Um, I'm now I'm not a mom. No, I actually don't have kids either. So, but I would be, I, I would be in that camp if I did. So to me, it read like, Hey, this seems like a no brainer. Why wouldn't I get this, you know, $50 program to protect my kids? So she's still working on her messaging. Um, and that's an example of even though she went through the experience, she needs to do research for, you know, more than herself to see what other people are thinking and what their what their biggest issue was. Because she, she sort of snowballed into it. It wasn't one thing where she was like, oh, I'm worried that my kid is going to breathe in toxic paint. It was just it evolved for her. So right now she's doing research to actually survey other new, you know, moms with newborns about what their experience was going in. So we hope to have further clarity on her messaging because I I believe that her offer could be good, but she hasn't dialed in the messaging yet. Yeah. So sometimes it's the offer, whether somebody needs it, and then sometimes it's the way you're delivering the message. Whether they need it, whether it's too expensive because you haven't positioned the value properly. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of levers to a successful offer. Um, and you have to have those levers in place and your messaging in place. So I would say, sorry, that was a long, I think I went down a rabbit hole. How do I know somebody's ready for ads? Interesting. Because I think that a lot of people are, I want I need to run ads. I need to run ads. But if they don't have this a foundation in, in place with organic traffic buying their ads some you know yeah. well i tell this is i i don't think i'm exaggerating i i i would say that i tell four out of five people that come to me to run ads that they shouldn't pay me or anyone else to run their ads that they have either uh some clarity issues on their um, sales page and their copy or i could like could look at you know they might say hey we've been running tra- here's a perfect example i've been running traffic for a while and I'm not, you know, I'm not positive on my, I'm losing money on my ads, just the actual ad spend, not even the agency fee. And I'll go in and look, and this is, I feel like this is what separates an elite agency from the, you know, tens of thousands of people that call themselves a Facebook ad agency is because anyone can learn how to go into the back end and flip switches and turn knobs and set up ads, but you need the overarching context and the strategy of the entire funnel to make the levers work most advantageously. So I looked at this one lady's stats and I'm like, well, you should be converting 30% on your OTO and you got 3%. I said, this is why. So she re reshot the video based on what I told her, tweaked the offer. And now it's like 50% conversion rate. And that takes you into positive ad spend right there. But if you're just an ads person, you wouldn't even know to check there. So there's just a lot of, you know, there's a lot of pieces in the funnel that you have to figure out where the leaks are and how to turn them up and, you know, plug them or turn certain ones up. And then there's the ad stuff on the inside too. So there's, it's kind of this holistic big picture that you really need to have successful ads. It is super complicated when you start running, running ads and on a big budget too. Yeah. And then there's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation of like how to properly scale but to, but to your point of how do we know something works, we, we, if they've been running ads, we can look at their ad account and their actual funnel and tell them, 
like I, there's so many people that would, and, and I know this cause they come to me later. They go, I've been burned by three agencies that I worked with them for, you know, four, six, 12 months and they couldn't get positive. And I'm thinking, well, that's about 10 months too long. Right. So they feel, I feel like I, I half jokingly say, sometimes I feel like the, the guy who wants to be their boyfriend with good intentions, <laughs> but they just got out of an abusive relationship. And it's like, no matter what I tell them, they're not going to trust me yet. Well, I've spoken to a lot of not to like bash like other Facebook ads, but I have tried to speak to other people who ran run Facebook ads and it was hard. Sometimes it's hard to get a straight answer. So I appreciate how how much information you provide people. Well, I don't want to take somebody on and and know that they have funnel issues. Like I'm not going to take somebody up like we have a four month minimum contract, right? So there are people that will just do that cash grab. And they don't really care about the success of the ads. They just want that that money from the client. And I'm like, well, I don't want a four-month client. I want a four-year client. Right. Like, I want somebody that I can actually make work. And most of the time, I can refer somebody. Because I'm not going to rewrite their copy. But I'll say, hey, this is, this is who you need. Go fix your page and then come back to us. And they always, you know, they always say thanks. I love that quote. I don't, I don't want a four-month client. I want a four-year client. I think that's... That's a great, great motto to have for your agency, especially yeah. in, such a, in such a fast moving, fast paced There's world. There's so much turnover in the agency world. And honestly, well, it's also selfish too. It's turnover. It's just work because there's a lot of work onboarding and building. And then to somebody to leave three or four months later, then you got to offboard them, try to get another lead or client and then onboard. It's just like, why? Right. I don't, I don't need money that bad. I want, I want ease and simplicity. <laughs> and long-term relationships with people who you are helping them build their business and be successful, I would think. Yeah. I've, I've taken one client came to me with an idea and we built him. He's got a $1.5 million business after he's in year four now. Wow. So, you know, he's like, I'm never leaving. I <laughs> <laughs> said, great, let's, let's do it. Oh, good. So, so can you tell me about a current project you're working on or just what you're doing now? I know you're running ads, but tell me about. Yeah, I'm running ads. We're putting the final touches on that. So we have a system specifically for live launching and, and most people know it as a challenge, but there's a, a, a lot of different ways. It's, it's, it's really when you do a lot of lead gen into a Facebook group, you're presenting your content live and then you pitch them live. Most of the time at the end of that, they'll shut the, shut the group down. So they call that a live launch. Most of them are structured like challenges. So that system that I told you, I, I hired two, two and a half people to take out of my brain. We've put that into a group coaching program. So I'm, I'm dotting the I's and crossing T's on that. I've also built a, a program for whether you have a high ticket offer now or you want to, I built a, something called high ticket mastery, which is a pretty, how do I say efficient course program for how to create a high ticket offer. I I'm a big fan of the 80, 20 rule. And anybody listening that doesn't know that there's something called the Pareto principle that says that 20% of the effort you put into something, uh, creates 80% of your results. 
And so I'm a big fan of trying to hone in on the, on the 20% that gives me the huge uh, returns. So I took all everything I know about creating high ticket offers and I just crammed it into here's the 20% of stuff you need to know to come out the other end with big results for a high ticket offer. I also did that selfishly because the challenges that we do work exceptionally well with high ticket offers. So if I can get people to understand, hey, this is what make this is how you build and create a super attractive high ticket offer. Cool. Now that you have that, let's let's put that into a challenge and let us run the ads for it. So for us, it's it's uh you know it's all part of our ascension ladder, right? Right, right. But that's what I'm. That's the big project I'm working on is getting all that stuff dialed in so that we can do our own launch. Well, it's nice that you have those those courses so people can kind of get get ready to work work with you and come to you with some pieces of what Yeah, they well I was trying to and, and they were kind of born out of not just what I know and what I'm good at but so for example the woman that, that didn't do too well I'm like god I wish I I wish I'd had the high ticket mastery put together beforehand because she could have had more clarity on her messaging so it's obviously it's helpful for me in the long run but it'll also be helpful for prospective clients of mine or, you know, anybody that wants up their high ticket game or create a high ticket offer can go through this. Honestly, well, I'm going to add coaching into it so they can ask questions, but the content itself, it's not one of these monster. I don't like monster courses where there's, you know, 18 hours of videos because nobody wants to, you get defeated before you even start. So I bet you there's maybe two and a half hours worth of actual videos. And then there's workbooks that people do to get, to get clarity on their messaging. I call it, let's put together your messaging Bible. Cause once you have that, your emails come out of that, your ad copy comes out of that, your sales page copy, what you present and the challenge comes out of that. So like, let's really, really work on, on your messaging. I'm happy to hear you get people into action so that they're not buried and there are too many courses that aren't opened and they're too long and people don't have the time and they do lose momentum. So I think, I think I, I'd have to go look at this, but I want to say it was something crazy, like 92% or like there's, uh, this is in general for online courses have an 8% completion rate. Yes. But I'm, I look, I'm guilty. I buy courses left and right. And I'm like, one day I'm going to want to know this. And then it's, you know, it sits in my login master sheet and, uh, I look at it next year and I'm going, wow, I bought 15 courses that I didn't go through. So I tried to do it with create ours short, concise, efficient benchmarks. We're going to be adding in some mindset stuff. Here's something I'm really excited about. I'd like to hear your feedback on it actually. So I, I work with this mindset coach and I had, this was a couple of hours ago, I had this epiphany talking to her. I went, oh my God, what if we built in palate cleansers in between each lesson that could be mindset stuff, meditations, visualizations that help you integrate each thing that you learned. And before you even start the course, we were talking about having like a future forecasting kind of visualization of like, hey, this course is only going to take this amount of time. It's going to be easily digestible. Picture yourself getting through the first piece and all of that integrating and the learning that you're getting and your confidence is boosting. And then at the end of the course, you're actually going to complete this thing. It's going to be amazing. We'll do like this coaching check-in because the mindset 
uh, is everything, right? People got to feel like they can get through it and that they're championing, champ, that you are championing them. And I thought, God, if we just had these little nuggets all along the way of like, hey, congratulations, you did it. This is what you can expect. Let's get your mindset before you even dive in. I like got goosebumps talking about this with her name's Helen. That could be a game changer for people. Well, anytime you can get somebody to complete a course, we have we have this podcasting course that's called Podcast Baby. Mm-hmm. And we told people if you if you publish one episode, you get to keep all future updates. And mm. we do it in 30 days. If you don't, you lose all access to all the material. So we really oh, had, I love that. We we had like 18 people out of 20 publish their podcast. So we found giving them an incentive to really get a very specific thing done was super helpful. Oh, I love that. I mean, that's just leverage, pure and simple. But the mindset stuff sounds great too. Any any way you can motivate people to finish. I love it. That's so cool. That's a, I love that idea too. Anything else you want to share about Facebook ads that comes to mind that you think, oh, you know, that you see mistakes people make? I'd say the biggest mistake people make is not testing enough. And that ranges from the copy that you use, the angles that you use in the copy, the creative that you use, images versus video. That's that's probably the biggest mistake I see when I when I do audits on people's ad accounts. I go, this could work if you actually tested more and picked picked winners. But you know, sometimes that's laziness on the part of the client, and sometimes it's uh, laziness on the part of the agency because the agency, you know, the agency can't shoot a video of the client for them. So if we ask for something and it takes, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, three weeks to get it, or sometimes never get it, we're handicapped a little bit that way. This is the eternal conundrum with agencies, right? Because I was about to say, I've had a, I had a client, <clears throat> he's a seven figure client, all organically who wanted to go and do, and he's been doing challenges on his own, right? Uh, organically, he wanted to add paid to it because he felt like he kind of tapped out the organic world. I said, great. Even though he's been doing challenges, I said, Mark, we're going to make your challenge a hundred times better. And this is how we're going to do it. And he's like, oh my God, I never thought of that. That's great. And we did it. And I said, and the results, he was positive return on ad spend, but not to the degree that we knew he could be. Right. I said, Mark, Every time we do one of these, when we're testing something different, we're going to learn and be able to iterate. So it's a really tough thing for two reasons to tell people. You have to find an agency that you can trust and actually trust them. Because I've told my clients, the ones that have stuck around, even when we're trying to figure stuff out for, in this case, it was three months. Like we did six different challenges and then we finally nailed it. I said, those are the people that I can scale past seven figures. But I understand from the client side, you don't see like these crazy results right away. You start getting questions and then you start looking around and, you know, doubt creeps in. But there are folks, probably because I'm too stubborn, like I have to figure something out. Like I'm, I can't sit on, hey, this does, just doesn't work. Like I got to figure it out. But I also know that 99% of agencies probably can't figure it out. So that's a really that's a really tough thing for I feel for people looking for agencies because you don't know who to trust, how long to trust them. 
and, and then when to walk away, right? Yes. That's hard. That's a hard question. Kind of the million dollar question, right? That's a, that's a tough one. I did, I did write a, a post about that of, you know, how, how do you know? Because here's the other thing. We all get seduced by case studies too, right? Of course, if I put out a case study, of course, it's going to be like one of my best clients. Well, what about the other nine clients? Like what? What are what are those things? So people get seduced by, hey, we got this person forty three x on their challenge, and then they come to us. We can't promise forty three x. We can't promise any return, but we know that we know it better than anyone else. So that's a hard thing too. Is I feel like a huge part of my job is managing client expectations. Yes, I had a client. I had, a, or I should say, a prospect I turned down right before this who came to me and said, we made $20,000. I'm not making these numbers up. We made $20,000 last year. This year we want to make, I don't even know how they got this projection, (laughs) $784,000. And I wrote him back and I said, this is e-commerce. I wrote him back and I said, we can't, I can't take on somebody with the expectation of 40 Xing their business in a year. Like that's, I said, yeah. 10x would be Forbes worthy mention. Right. Like if you doubled next year, that'd be amazing. Right. But we're too expensive. Like they don't have enough spend. To, so it's just this, I don't know, at the, at the end of the day, I think the only answer to everything is being a thousand percent honest with people, even if it's not what they want to hear. Wow. Great words to live by. <laughs> so can you tell us where we can find you and your website and links that I can include. Yeah, I will. Well, anybody that's interested in potentially challenges and live launches, uh, launchperfect.co. Um, there's actually, I think it's a, we have like a, a checklist or something people can opt in for, but then they'll, they'll be on our list. My agency is called stackeddigital.com and it's spelled S T A C K T digital.com. If there's any issues with it, I'm literally having it rebuilt. So you can, if there's an issue with stackdigital.com, you can go over to launchperfect.co and and contact us there, but it might be up. It just might be the old site because I got to do some edits on the new one. Well, we'll, we'll update, I'll update it here so people can get in touch with you. Thank you so, so much. I really, really enjoyed speaking to you and and the way you work with your clients sounds amazing. So I appreciate you having me on. To get future episodes, click subscribe. And if you need help building your brand and launching your dream business, visit clickbranding.com to grab our free trainings.